what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh, the Hickory-focused podcast that uh, we hope all the locals will listen to, as well as the people that want to be locals. Uh, We are again here on TheMesh.tv. Be sure to check out our website for more information about us, and you can find us on all sorts of social media. And, uh, of course, on iTunes, we are a featured provider on the network, and uh, we have lots of different shows that you're going to like. Check them out, Foot Candle Films, Film Review, we've got uh, Entrepreneur Exchange, we have Caregiver Community, Chick Chat, Fantasy Football is back in session, so Fantasy Formula is back on the mesh as well. Something for everybody, uh, but for now, we hope you want to hear about Hickory, because that's what we're here to talk about. That's How's right. How's it going? Hickory Century. Ooh, How's yeah. it going? Circle Street. I've got uh, Moose and McNally here. I'm Mary Margaret. And um, Moose has a special announcement for the day. I do. I do. Our podcast, uh, Street Circle Drive, has a new sponsor. Uh, Street Circle Drive is now sponsored by the Sock Factory. Uh, made locally here in Hickory since 1975, the Sock Factory has three lines of socks. Crazy Compression, which is a compression sock that is geared toward folks that are on their feet all day, nurses, runners, et cetera, et cetera. William Tucker is a, the second line, their fine men's sock line. And they also have just acquired Fit Sock. Uh, they are, and they come in three packs, uh, crazy colors, not to be confused with Crazy Compression, but uh, there's there's some great folks. You can catch all of them. Uh, you can buy all their socks online at thesockfactory.com, and uh, we're excited about having them involved. And please go check them out and go buy a bunch of socks from the Nate, from Nate and uh, Mike the Banks boys. Yeah, we love those guys. Sock Factory does some great work. Moose is rocking some of their socks right now. I am. And sneaky underneath these boots I have on, I have little ankle compression socks from our friends over there too. So. You can't see them because they're hot pink and purple. Don't match what I have on. But thanks to the Sock Factory for uh, sponsoring Street Circle Drive. Now. I need to get some of those socks. I think you need to. I think you need to check them out. They are amazing. The McNally brand would be a really cool version. I'm just Uh, throwing it out there in the universe. Well, you're going to have to try them out first and become a big fan. And then they'll. I like socks. Yeah, they're good. Good stuff. Good stuff. But now that you've taken the mic, why don't oh, you kick sorry. off the show? No, yeah, tell us what, what we got going on today in the world of Hickory Conversation. Well, one thing that, that we want to talk about, of course, this being the third show, we've talked about uh, back to school. We've talked about the bond referendum and all the exciting projects and development that's coming out of those uh, initiatives. And one thing we want to talk about here is, you know, industry manufacturing it's always at the forefront whether that's on a national scale a global scale and you know here in hickory and in the surrounding areas we have a steep tradition uh in manufacturing you know when you travel other places and you say you know you're from hickory one of the first images one of the first things people think of is furniture furniture it's almost always at the tip of tongue even if they have no idea where hickory is it is one of those things that's been ingrained, and people know that we are, are well adept in creating fine furniture here in Hickory. Uh, a lot of people here in Hickory alone forget we still have a ton of furniture. And not only that, we have um, just been constantly adding to our portfolio of different industries and sectors that we have here. A lot of people don't know we have such a strong uh, fiber optic cable uh, textiles was was and a lot of people think oh furniture and textiles yeah. those are gone they're still very strong have they changed yes just like many other industries have changed and evolved uh, but they are still here strong as ever and I always use the the analogy when talking about even workforce development and people driving by some of these warehouses and buildings and they they might not see a sign on it it might not look necessarily like an inhabitable building we got a lot of those around town. There are a lot like of them, that. but I will say most of those have stuff going on inside uh-huh. of there. And our guest today, we can even he'll you know talk more about that. But the ones that that do look habitable, but they might not have a half-eaten apple or a swoosh on the outside where people know 
what's or they think they know what's going on. They don't have that consumable good when you know directly what a company makes. But we have they might not know that they are driving by these buildings in a car where two dozen parts in that car were made here in Hickory area, Catawba County. And I always thought that was a, is a great way to kind of tie it home. Like we don't know what's going on in these buildings. We don't know all the companies are here. I mean, I know people are always surprised when I say, you know, guess how many manufacturing firms we have in our County, Catawba County. I don't know. How many do we have? <laughs> I don't know an exact count, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you for a fact, it's over like 400, 425. I mean, it is a large number when you think of a County, our size, our population, um, you know, that traditional manufacturing evolving into advanced manufacturing. So who better to bring on to talk about what all is going on here in our community, in our area, especially in the way of industry, manufacturing, business, than our very own Nathan Hewitt, who is the Director of Existing Industry for the Catawba County Economic Development Corporation. Nathan. Yay. Welcome, welcome to Street Circle Drive. I was expecting Drive. clapping, but I wasn't sure if I was going to get it. But you didn't want to, like, really expect <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. We didn't, we didn't have to can that in or anything. I was kind of no. looking at at Moose and going, well, is he going to do it or not? <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think yeah, I deserve yeah. to clap. Gotcha. Pity <laughs> applause is always welcome. I appreciate the, the introduction. So oh, no, happy to be here. Happy to talk a little bit about the local economy, local companies. And so. we appreciate Absolutely. you taking the time to, to be with us. Um, you know, so how talk a little real briefly about your role, because I think when a lot of people talk about or think about economic development, obviously the headline grabbers are XYZ company is moving to this community. They're bringing this much investment, this many jobs, but something that's always, you know, under the radar, you know, 80% of the jobs are created or more. By the companies that you already have in existence in your backyard. So talk a little bit about kind of your role and, and what you do on a regular basis for our county. Yeah, I, that's a great, great kind of summary of it. You you often think, and I know we get calls when I'm out in the community, um, it's the newspaper headlines. You know, it, it's it's the apples, it's the targets, it's those, those huge announcements, someone coming in new to the community, which you need, which is great. It brings new opportunities, new life. But at the same time, there's a lot of people um, that supported this economy, have been around for decades, family-owned companies, um, and that's that's what really sustains us day to day. And so my role is centrally my my responsibility is to those folks. As we said, they've got us to this dance; we're going to dance with them. And so I focus almost my entire job on their issues. So I'm constantly interacting, communicating with, going out to the companies that call this community home and finding out, you know, goods and bads. Are you, are you growing? Are you, are you potentially dying? Do we need to um, have something around workforce? Do we, I'm trying to find out their needs at any point that I can take, I can offer solutions get out of their way potentially sometimes that's the best thing is just to let these people go and like sock factory i'll i may talk to those folks maybe every two or three years the best thing for them is me to stay out of the way and know i exist and know they can call me up and say okay we're trying to grow we're trying to you know we're trying to get into this new market we don't know what to do the basic the basic idea is there's a lot of resources a lot of things out there that these folks are so focused on keeping the lights on, keeping people employed. Things come up. Things come up external to what they do, and they, they then have to go outside. They then have to interact with Sid. They have to interact with the state, the North Carolina Department of Transportation. It's not their job to know who to contact for this, for that. So the, the thought is call Nathan, email him. I'm supposed to have that level of, of interaction and relationship with them that you take my problem, I, they may spend a week on something. That's a week away from trying to get something out the door, trying to sell that product, find a new customer. It may take me 30 minutes. So that, that time savings is hopefully, like I said, keeping those lights on, keeping those people employed and growing. So that's the basic principle, but we put a lot of focus on that. And, and really a lot of... Um, a lot of the growth is from our existing companies. It's not as heralded sometimes, and it's kind of maybe on, on page 
A11 of the Hickory Daily Record or Observe News Enterprise, but they're, they're growing right now. We're in a great, booming time. Um, it's great, creates other issues, but those are good issues I'd much rather face than, you know, a depression or recession as, as we've gone through in some, some of the, the darkest times of, the, say, 2008 and nine, which was difficult. So I hope that sheds a little bit of light yeah, on it. It certainly absolutely. does. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm always kind of excited whenever I'm out. Um, obviously, this is not our full-time job. Shocker. Um, but <laughs> whenever we're out and we are uh, working with clients in the area and come across buildings, like Michael was saying, these buildings that are just you kind of have driven by all the time and you're like, oh really know what's in there and then we yeah. end up that our gps takes us there and i'm like oh no like I, if your gps you doesn't get you go. lost on exactly. circle street, of course. street circle of drive course. street circle drive yes <laughs> but um but i always learn something new that's in the area and mm-hmm. so just to kind of have that understanding that we have you know what makes our area appealing to these international companies that we have here i know we have a pretty large yeah, definitely. Um, breadth of different types of international companies that are setting up shop here. And for example, I was in one of these um, yesterday, actually, okay. and and I mean, there was literally people walking up and down the hallway speaking German to each other because it's just <laughs> there's so many of them in there that they've brought in to work here. Yeah. So what? Why here? Why? Uh, that's, why this that's area? That's a great question. Uh, I. If I had to boil it down, it goes a little bit to that kind of the hickory well-crafted, that crafting, making things. That's what we've done. That's the, you know, the kind of historical side of what you said is, you know, we've known for furniture and textiles and some other things have diversified that through time, but we've, we've supported that and doubled down on that. So you, you may have other communities across the United States Manufacturing has its ups and downs. You, you cannot deny that. It, it, it can be very cyclical. But at the same time, a lot of communities have said, all right, I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want to support that. You know, I want office jobs. I want white collar. I want pharmaceutical R&D happening. But that's, our roots are established in that. We have to make the arguments. Uh, my boss, Scott Millar, will always say we have to make arguments that make sense. We, we're, unfortunately, we're not. You're not going to see a, white, a lot of white lab coats walking around like we're Research Triangle Park. Uh-huh. But if you want to make a product, make it well, make it high quality, get it to your customers, potentially around the world, mm-hmm. we can make that argument very, very well. And we prove it over time. So the German, you gave kind of the German case. One, given the culture, a lot of, gosh, there's a lot of Lutheran churches here, yes. right? <laughs> there's more in Claremont where I live than yeah. my hometown growing up. Um, much larger. Part of that's just, it's been proven. Sarstead, there's Klingspor. There, you know, you just go down through the list of names. It's the Burger King and McDonald's. Burger King goes there, and McDonald's is going to show up pretty quick because it's been a proven market. Mm. And so once you start getting this large, you know, swath of, of companies coming international, they go, okay, they've already done it. They've been there for 30 or 40 years. They've already got the kinks worked out and the bugs worked out. We can plug in and come a little bit further along. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's really kind of along those lines. But we we sell, we make things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's our bread and butter. That's what we're going to stay true to. That's where we've built these support systems. Um, you probably talked about, I think, I listened to some of the podcasts earlier today. Hey. Oh, just, just to jog my devoted, memory. Yeah. You got into the workforce side. It's You, you get into the CT, the Apprenticeship Catawba, mm-hmm. you get into, um, which is bur- built around this German model, yeah. so that speaks to them. You get into the Manufacturing Academy, the Furniture Academy, all these support mechanisms we've built or building to support that. So we're not shying away from it. And if, every, if everyone else shies away from it and you're the lone voice out there saying, come here, we're, we're doing this stuff and we're going to support you, you're going to stand out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've never really we still have a large like concentration Relative to the rest of the country, as oh, far yeah. as as far as manufacturing Definitely. labor, you know mm-hmm. we're twenty. I think we're about twenty five. Yeah, twenty five percent of our We've been workforce up fifty before is is in manufacturing. National average is probably half that. At, 
I think it's twelve nine to in the not even okay. national and maybe twelve at the state level. I okay. can't remember. You know, so that's a it's a good sign. You know, we, of course, we want to be diversified not only in our workforce base but within those sectors. Definitely, so I yeah. think that's like Nathan said, it's it's known. It's a known entity here yeah. that we are. That's I mean a big focus really. If you go back to the inception of where I work, the EDC, 19, late 1970s, it kind of had a dual purpose to, at that point, the economy was humming. I mean, job, low unemployment, jobs were pretty plentiful. It was to, to really bring in tax base first so we could kind of keep our taxes low and keep everybody as happy as we could from a, you know, your house to your company. And then the other side of that was to diversify it. To get in, you know, we, we're putting a lot in furniture. We're putting a lot in textiles. Thankfully, we still got those, and those are really cool. And I could talk some about those after a little bit, um, the things that are going on within those particular industries. But it was to get into things like automotive and the plastics and, you know, just other spectrums along that that 400-plus companies you kind of m- mentioned. We want to best weather those cycles like i mentioned and the best way to do that is to you know put a little bit of eggs in this and a little of that and a little of that and then also you know make sure we're that other 75 percent of the workforce we are attuned to the changing needs of them as well so so do we i mean i i mean this in a hopefully positive way but (laughs) do we have room to keep growing more of this i mean i don't I don't know what's necessary in this type of uh, field. And when you're bringing in these type of, especially maybe international ones, but some of the stuff that, you know, do we have room for more that can they, can they still keep going? And I'll parlay that. Do we also have the number of skilled workers to fill those jobs? That's it's really, I was going to answer it the same to, you know, two birds, one stone kind of thing. The, the two biggest issues we face, at least as our organization and, and, not not the entire community there's you know we've got things here and there we need to work on but the two biggest things we face on a daily basis as far as either working with existing companies or bringing in new companies it's it's the two p's as we say it's people and product or, or place product meaning it's the real estate side a lot of what we do relies upon real estate um we do have a lot of those older buildings Unfortunately, in some, you know, some cases we've had this cool, really redevelopment, you know, holler hosiery and transportation inside. We're making use of what we can there. But a large bulk of what's in the community, it, it's tough to use for that German manufacturing. You know, yeah. some of their facilities are off. They're just amazing. You know, yeah. you could eat off the floor with it. It's like clean room type stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really hard when you've you've been through some of these these buildings and it's you know dark and you know there's issues with the the roofing and that's hard to sell. Yeah. Um, so that's one issue we're really putting a lot of horsepower behind right now is is the having something they can look at, see, touch, walk yeah. through um, that they go this can work. We can make this work quickly um, within their timelines. That's one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is people. Yep. And this is not just us. This is kind of, in my opinion, a national issue. Um, great thing. The, the economy is doing awesome. Four percent unemployment. But that, like I said, that earlier, this creates an issue. You, if you're growing and it doesn't matter, honestly, what you do from manufacturing to um, some of the our higher end technical jobs to everybody's hiring right now that's Mm -hmm. awesome that's what you want wages are going up i'm getting asked all the time for you know kind of wage surveys for what's going on good things are happening but gosh it's hard to find i mean you want a perfect person to walk Mm -hmm. in day one that that person that says i've got these skills boom 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 ticks them all off you good hire go work produce do whatever it's getting really really hard to find that yeah. So we're we're doing our best to grow that, but at the scale of that, the time involved. I mentioned the, the manufacturing academy before. That's a ten week program. Some can, it's kind of a one hundred one, two hundred one level course, if you can imagine for manufacturing. You've got an interest, but you don't know much about it. That gets you to a, a really good first day hire. That's ten weeks. 
which is about the shortest span you can get right now. Absolutely. You know, and, and the companies really got behind that and helped design that because it's that's the shortest turnaround I can think of where you get someone that's better long than otherwise. But apprenticeship, Catawba, you're it's talking, years. that's three or four years. Mm-hmm. You're talking some of these other, it takes a long time mm-hmm. to do that. Um, we're supplementing it. Um, I don't know when this is going to drop, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Probably way after the fact, but one one market we're recruiting heavily from is the military. Hmm. Um, we've got an event coming up, actually preceding your Foot Candle Film Festival at. <laughs> ah, no, thank you that. for the plug. <laughs> I can cross that off my vest. Yeah, so like, no, <laughs> you need to do a better job than I just did with it. But um, the fifteenth through the seventeenth, we've actually are hosting fifty transitioning vets. So folks coming out, we'll say six months. These folks are just off the chart skills they're loyal they're going to show up i mean part of the issue with what we're talking about is people don't show up and be there on day two let alone you know yeah further along but the skill side the soft skills and they have families i don't know if you've brought it up on this podcast or a previous podcast but the population side we need to grow we need to grow Mm -hmm. faster than we ever have and we got to be bringing people in We've got to be doing everything to make that happen, and this is a market. So we're, we're having 50 vets and their families come in, and we're putting them up, more or less, hotel, getting their transportation. The companies have sponsored this. So nice. we've got roughly about 20 companies that have said, we, we need help. We need help now. We want the, those great folks coming out. Spouses are, are coming out potentially as, as Doing employees. great tours and, and shows. Yeah. And- so it's, it's kind of, we're selling the, com- our best asset is the community. Yeah. yeah. Easily the best asset. Jobs you can get anywhere at this point. Mm-hmm. It's the community that we think marries well with the folks coming out. So it's going to be a community tour. I mean, they're going to go to the distillery. They're going to go to the breweries. Um, we're going to go to a crawdad stadium and people do batting practice out there. So we're doing the community sandwiched um, with a hiring event on that Saturday, the 16th. Um, so awesome. we, we're really putting a lot of horsepower amount around that people side. It mm-hmm. just, it takes time. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, it's just like filling any pipeline within any job, you know, I mean, the more you fill up that pipeline, it's going to yeah. start paying off the further exactly. along it goes. It may take a little while, but yeah. you've got to be in the process if you want to ever get there. That's, and so as long as we're in a community that thinks that way, I think we're very lucky to, to I, be on the process and understanding of that. This, the, the veterans thing I just mentioned, that's, that's just one weekend. Yeah. But we're going to do that multiple times a year. Right. We're going to start. Um, and, and the best thing about that, you know, you hear the term band of brothers or, you know, sisterhood of whatever. <laughs> I don't know what they call it on the Marine or, or Sarlis. <laughs> I know. I about went there. Oh, okay. about yeah. you I stayed away Are from we that movie. Yeah. Oh. I about went there. Yeah. Um, but they talk. Good. They're so interconnected that if we can build that reputation for great community, supportive, there's sure. lots of stuff, family environment, it's just going to go back to Fort Bragg. It's just yeah. going to go back to Camp Lejeune, um, you know, and on and on. And, and beyond. Yeah. You just you get that, that flow of a river coming here. That's a great thing. Absolutely. So with, with all that said, maybe, what, what do you think, if you could put your finger on one thing, just on one thing, one, and you, and you could wave your magic EDC wand and make it happen. What would it be? We have one. We don't use. You, it you don't have it. <laughs> yeah. We have one. Right? It's is it skill? Is it skilled workforce? Is it you, you know just magically creating easements for these companies to come in, or is it you know just just being in the inside this? You know, I, yeah, and not knowing outside. Uh, you know, how, is it filling jobs immediately? Is that, is that what? What you're looking to do? Or? I think I've always been, I'm not originally from here. I moved here from Tennessee. Um, been here about 10 years. I think one thing I've always really admired about this community is it doesn't sit still and it fights like the Dickens to, you know, if it sees something going the wrong way, we're going to put a lot of, of force behind, you know, solving it, getting it better. The answer to that now, and I don't know if I would have said this probably two years ago or three years ago, is we have to do it all. 
That wasn't what he asked for. He asked for one. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Technically, it's one. one right? All is a one. Right. Right. Answer D, all. all the above. Right. That's like saying you have three wishes and you use the first one to say, I want infinite oh, oh, wishes. Is, I want all the wishes. Oh, yeah. Of course, the smartest person to do that. That's right. Um, but you have to do things like city walk. You have to do things like military recruitment. You have to do things like K-64. You anymore it's got to be a total package you got to do things like looking at the house what's the housing stock like here mm-hmm. if people move to are there houses available for them yeah in their price right we have to do all of that and the toughest part is it's time and resources that you're now stretching you know in this direction and that but you got to do it i mean yeah that's that's a and it's still terrible risk. cop out of you know not answering directly but you've got to have the buildings you've got to have the people you got to i mean all those things or it won't work at this at this stage in the world yeah What's the rough estimate of open job positions right now in Kentucky County? I think the last I looked, um, NC Works, which is kind of the statewide sure. agency, I think for the month of July or August, it was roughly 4000 in a month that was open. Oh. I think and what does that County. include? I mean, is that everything That's, from McDonald's yes, to, correct. to yep. VPs? Power from at, McDonald's. Yes. Okay. Yeah. At, at some point in that month, 4000 jobs went through their system that were open yeah now, that's not any one day necessarily of course right but yes that's like you said that's everything from mcdonald's on up yeah yeah so for wow. i mean that's very substantial yeah yeah i mean i don't know what the comparison is to other communities of this size don't know. <laughs> if that's good or bad or ugly you know I mean, 4,000 to me, it's kind of like I'm torn on that. Yay, that means we have lots of stuff that people could go and get a job. You know, there's 4,000 people out there that could go get a job. Obviously, it doesn't work that way. But it also kind of means, well, it's not (laughs) 10,000. You know, I don't know what the the happy medium is. We kind of get asked that number a good bit. But as you just you just point out, it's a tough one to really gauge how good yeah. or bad you're at. Right. Unless you really start going the, the whole scope of everything. Yeah. I mean, I know we're using it when we're, we're we did some ads through Facebook, um, down on the military bases. We're using it yeah. because we're hopeful. Four thousand sounds like man. There's got to be a lot of diversity and variety within that. I should be able to four thousand. I should be able to find one that fits me. Right. So we're using it there in a, in a hopefully a positive way, but it's. Without having it in front of me and kind of digging through it, I don't know if that's good yeah. or bad necessarily. It means we have a lot sure. of, I mean, in my opinion, 4,000 jobs. It's opportunity. It's exactly. Opportunity. Yep. I think it's real exciting. I mean, when you sit down and think about, like I said, when we hear or we visit these places as clients of ours, we, we learn something new every time. I gave the example earlier um, off the air about a company in Hildebrand that manufactures recycled foam essentially mm-hmm. foam and insulative type blue stuff jeans. blue jeans yeah. turned into that yep. and they sell uh, it's like something like two dollars worth so which is a tiny square <laughs> to tesla for every single tesla that's made so every, every hundred thousand dollars exactly <laughs> every <laughs> fancy pants tesla that's out there has a piece of hildebrand in it you know, and I mean, every single one, they have to have it through there. Yeah. And I love that. You know, I think that stuff's kind of neat. And, mm-hmm. you know, Technobilt providing mm-hmm. the... Yeah. Anybody listening today, shopping. if they go to a sh- go to shop today and they grab a, yeah. a buggy, as we say down here... A buggy, here, yes. <laughs> odds are, it's Technobilt. And you can see the little band right there on the carts. leg. Yeah, shopping carts made right here, and it's for the biggest shopping centers, as you said, you know, in the in the country. So... It's just things like that that amaze us, and I think a lot of people don't quite understand that we have some big boys playing in the area. And yeah, definitely. Um, and it's exciting whenever you were talking about how it's like the McDonald's and Burger King, or in Hickory, I'd like to refer to it as the Rite Aid and Walgreens. But, you know, everywhere there's Walgreens, <laughs> there's a CVS, and there's a Rite Aid or whatever it may be. And so if we already have some of these good ones, then maybe there's hope that it's going to keep going that way. And at least we have the groundwork laid for having these really good businesses here. So, No, absolutely. And, I, you know, and one of the things that's, that's always important is to elevate the profile of manufacturing. Like we, you sit here and talk about those cool things that are being made here. And some of these companies that are, that are located here, you talk about the workforce need. Well, you know, we need to talk about these companies like they are 
our neighbors. I mean, we're yeah. using their products and we need to, we are their future workforce. We are the places where they choose to live. We need everybody appreciating it and, and you know, kind of elevating that profile because, you know, we talk about existing industry and who's here, but one of the things that Nathan works on a regular basis is, you know, making sure we get past all of their problems that they may or may not have. But, you know, we talked about the splashy headline. Well, there's 3,144 counties, parishes in the United States. Any one of our companies could be one of their splashy headlines. And so we yeah. want to make sure they're here and they're happy yeah. and they're growing. That, that's nice. definitely a, a, you want to keep them happy. That, oh, that's yeah. another side of I don't know if I necessarily hit on. I, I have the coolest job. I mean, kind of what you all touched on, just, I mean, I, I moved here. This was my first tried and true real job out of, out of grad school. Got thrown in to start, you know, start interacting. Just go out there and meet with these folks. And it's just the coolest thing. Because behind those brick facades with, you know, maybe a sign or something on the outside that says nothing about what they do. But it's in German. Right. You know, <laughs> maybe you can't German. read it. <laughs> maybe in German, yes. But you, then you get to see, okay, it's it's kind of from the ground up or how it interacts with your life you know we we were talking off air about you know the itunes everything every time i buy an app it's going through maiden north carolina every single one potentially across the world is traveling through maiden north carolina which That's is so 10 cool. minutes from hickory yeah. so cool yeah. you can see them Just from nuts. the from 321 <laughs> which i think solar. is neat. yeah, yeah. Solar. but i mean then you go through things like i mean gosh you got carpet in this room I bet you that there's a potential someone made the kind of the carpet batting underneath it that's potentially local to here. Right. Yeah. Or on We're the underside of your right chair right now, there's non-woven material. Yeah. Or, I mean, you just, gosh, the fact that the thing that made the iTunes transaction possible, the fiber that went there through my Verizon provider, that was probably made through a Corning or a Prismian or who name it, yeah. these companies. It's just... It's so kind of far removed, but all this stuff is just made here, and, and a lot of it is exported now, which is kind of unique. You know, I'll go out to furniture, and I'll ask them, you know, where, you know, where's your customer base? Is it someone down in Michigan or wherever? And they'll say, well, we just sent, so, you know, $2 million to a, a huge palatial estate in Riyadh. <laughs> like okay, that's all you know. Cool. How did you don't get there? Don't even know where that is. <laughs> you, know, you know, we're going. You know, just the chic of whatever. It just yeah. bought two million dollars, and you go, that's awesome that they've got yeah. your yeah. century furniture. Or you name it, just just sitting there now, and it's like that was made here. Um, so it just it's pervasive. When I, I mean, I see it all the time. It's kind of you know it. My my warning lights go off and I know that was there. You know, that BMW's got something made by Carolina Nonwovens, mm-hmm. kind of the, the jean material you're talking about or Dalco Nonwovens. And it's here, you just, it's usually components or parts potentially that you just don't have their label. Sure. The made in Hildebrand example. Yeah. Damn perfect. So, yeah. All roads lead to Catawba County. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I am too. I'm okay with that. We have said for a long time what big fans we are of this area, obviously, because. All three of us came back, which right. is funny. You know, Nathan's the the newbie of the group, but <laughs> it um, you know it just goes to show. Uh, I I will never forget whenever uh, Moose and I both came back to Hickory. We came back at different times, but both Pretty arrived close, back around the same time to where one of the first times that we hung out after arriving back here, Moose said, "Man, Hickory's like a vortex, isn't it?" Just sucks you back in, you know. <laughs> the Godfather, you can't and it get was out of just the family. A, yeah, I mean, it was. Oh, my wife's moved here th- four times. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> she moved here. True. She left. We, we met, came back. We moved. She came back, and she's. This is the last time we're moving. Hickory. We're done. <laughs> right. You better bury me here. Yeah. That's all wow. there is to it. It's that's it's, pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's there is just something about it, you know. And um, key to the city. And that, um, yeah, four times you get a yeah. key. Uh, well, she, <laughs> she, when we started dating, she told me she was the, the unofficial. Talk to Mayor Klein about it. Uh huh. Well, we really appreciate you being here today, and hopefully you'll stick around and listen to the rest of the show with us and and partake in it because we, uh, everything, as Moose said, leads back to Catawba County and, of course, into Hickory, and we're happy to. To spread the good word, if you will, of what you guys are doing over at the EDC. I appreciate it. Any 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 time. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, 
not only do we have cool manufacturing groups and products being made here and, you know, people in the studio, we have cool things going on in Hickory, too. I see what you did there. Hey, segue. Segue right into our events <laughs> section of the Street Circle Drive podcast. Uh, I just have a couple of events coming up that we'd like to spotlight today. Um, first of all, Nathan kind of touched on it before, but the Foot Candle Film Festival uh, coming up September 22nd through the 24th here at the beautiful Salt Block in Hickory. We're going to have uh, directors and bringing their uh, own m- movies to our area to be seen over that weekend at the Salt Block uh, at the General Auditorium. And there's a lot of festivities that are going around about that. You can check out their podcast here on this network, The Mesh, Foot Candle Film what, actually, what is the actual name that the Foot Candle Film Festival? No, the Foot Candle our, our uh, podcast, the Foot Candle Podcast, Foot Candle, Foot Candle Films. Films, Foot Candle Film Podcast. Okay, um, Foot Candle Films, Foot Candle Films. Move along. Period. That's it. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. Gotcha. Putting up what you're putting down. <laughs> uh, some other events that are coming to our area at the Hickory Metro Convention Center and Visitors Bureau. I'm really excited about this. October 7th, the USPA Hickory Classic. Does anyone know what that is? Ready for this? It's a powerlifting tournament, y'all. Nuh-uh. Powerlifting. Get Where? Grunts straight up at the convention center. Really? Yeah. Hey. October 7th. Go see some large human beings, put, put, up, are you put up some weight. participating? I am not participating totally. in that. It looks like you could, though, doesn't it? I was disallowed due to some rolling <laughs> issues. Well, <laughs> <just> Doping <laughs> issues. Doping. It's the first thing I, I think when I look at you, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> I should. Straight up power lifter. I had a client um, last year that needed some footage uh, shot in a gym of theirs. And I witnessed a gentleman deadlifting. 672 pounds on his lunch break. He was veiny. Okay. Yeah. He's veiny. I thought his eyeballs were going to explode (laughs) out of his head. But you know what? He put it down and then like went back and got his clothes on for work and went back over to work. And I was like, wow, what? Like you just did this on your lunch break. I mean, it was amazing. I was jaw was on the floor the whole time. How in the world are you doing this? And boy, it's just a deadlift. It's just, just standing up. That's all it is. McNally, what's your favorite (laughs) comic book character? Oh, comic uh, book. Uh, wow. I mean, I guess I got a good superhero style. Sure. I was always a Spider-Man guy growing up. Oh, well, you can put your Spider-Man leotard on and go to the Hickory Convention Center on September 30th. How'd you And know? go to the Hickory Comic Con. <laughs> He's already coming got his up. tickets. Wait. Hickory, For real? Yeah, the Hickory Comic Con's coming up September 30th at the Convention Center. Mark your calendars. I think also might have a gun show going on at the same time. Like, so. Wait, can the three of us go dressed as something? Like Absolutely. A- Gosh. Can we go as the Harry Potter people, kids? I don't know. I think Moose should be Captain Underpants. How dare you? <gasps> la, la, la. <laughs> we have kids, so we get yes, that. You right? know it. Moose is like, yeah, I have no I, idea yeah, what you're I'm talking no, about. No kids club. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'll read a book. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, read one of those books. <laughs> hey, don't worry. He reads at a second grade level. Yeah, that's right. I got it covered. So, uh, moving right along. Uh, some music events going on in our area. Uh, the sales series is back uh, every Friday in September downtown Yay. underneath the sales. Bob Sinclair puts on a great series, invites some uh, great talent into our area. Um, this Friday night, September 8th, Big Sandy and his Fly Right Boys. Uh, they're from Los Angeles. They're a rockabilly group. They're going to grace us with their presence. September 15th, Alexa Rose. She's a uh, folk and Americana singer. She's going to be there uh, September 22nd, Mile 12, which they consider themselves Chambergrass Darlings. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but we're going to we're just going to let them have that one. Uh, September 29th, Adam Levy. He's a singer-songwriter. He's going to be in. Um, also going on uh, once a month uh, at the uh, Holler Mill, the Music in the Mill series. This month, September 15th, Mike Ryan and uh, and also. Uh, Hickory superstar Casey Clark's going to be joining him. Uh, October the 20th, Leanne Womack is coming what? into town. I saw that. I was impressed. Hey. Hey. And I've already got tickets to this event. Uh, hurry up and get yours because when I bought mine for the November 17th, Wood Brothers and Sean McConnell, mm-hmm. there was only 40 tickets left. So if you're going to go to that show, 
Go ahead and act quickly. Uh, December 15th, the infamous String Dusters plus Danger Muffin, which is a great Danger band. Muffin. Danger Muffin. They're killer. Go check them out for sure. Um, also going on, uh, Lauren Ryan, CBCC Sports. You can catch them on cbcathletics.com, lrbears.com. Go check out their schedules. Go support your local university and college sports. High school sports going on. Uh, all that stuff. Friday Night Lights. Go check those boys out, too, because they're working hard. I will be going tomorrow night. I will be attending the Fred T. Ford football game for Alumni Cheerleader Night. Nice. <laughs> Holy cow. Are they going to make you guys go out there and break out some? I get some video from that. Be aggressive. Hey, be aggressive. I um, I might just be watching. So, oh, that is I such will, a cop out. I will be attending though. Okay. Smile for pictures. Pose, the best of them. Might wear my husband's class ring on a gold chain around my neck and nice. you guys are gonna make out on the bleachers, <laughs> leather jacket. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have our kids with us. Um, in that. So I will be at the. Football game at Fred T. Ford tomorrow night, cheering on the Tigers. And then Saturday night, heading to Between the Bricks over at Moretzville for the Bears game Go at Bears. 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Excited about that. Yeah. Go Bears. Go Bears. And, and go Redhawks. Over, oh, over and go Redhawks, of course. Yeah. Uh, volleyball, baseball. All those, all those are getting ramping back up. They're all at practice now. They are. They are all, all, all practicing right now. Well, I know something else you guys can do this weekend. Mm-hmm. I know where this maybe is not going. you get maybe not you guys. I'm not going. Maybe Nathan. Um, I'm sure McNally will because, well, let's be honest. You eat several <laughs> meals a day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how dare I, you? I eat would, several I meals would a day, like to McNally. point out. So do most people, Mary yeah, Margaret. I don't know. know where you were headed with I was, that. I not I singled into this. I just pile on, like man. Several meals at you one know, sitting for one sitting okay. exactly. <laughs> um, so it is time I heard, for I heard our. The, I heard the sunnies. I heard about yeah. I heard all about that. Sonny's great. You've been there, there before. Was some, uh, I have not. Now you're going, aren't you? I, I you was very now, interested. Don't you? See was there? It, yeah, Big Sunny or what was the one you had? The uh, Super Sunny. Super Ooh, Sunny. Super Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> didn't want to undersell that. Super Sunny. Followed by the dark cloud. <laughs> Listen, we 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 have been going me, around kid. and enjoying ourselves at some Hickory institutions, as we like to call them. Um, McNally enjoys himself a little too much sometimes, but uh, today we had a, a great one again. We will go through everyone, uh, their recommendations in just a minute. However, I want to give you a little background because when we say Hickory Institution, this, this is, this this is what's what shown in the dictionary as that. <laughs> so um, we went to the snack bar. Hey-o. Snack bar on First Avenue, which we found out is celebrating its 70th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Bravo, Snack Bar. Bravo. Else. I mean, 70 years of anything is pretty awesome. Yeah. And when to own a restaurant that long is pretty amazing. If I, I ate believe. there every day, I would not make it 70 years. <laughs> no, I much, no so. don't think so. Uh, you got to be a little more select in your ordering <laughs> as opposed to what I will be posting on social media later as to... Your order. <laughs> the, this side of the menu. Yeah, uh, so just a quick little background so everybody understands. If you have not been to the snack bar, their tagline is Hickory's Finest Home Cooking. And that is exactly what it's it. like. I home cooking. Yeah, that right. is. That's exactly home what cooking. You can defend that. Yeah, defend they, they are open every day from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. And you can order breakfast all day long. So Bonus. Is, that's some good stuff. It was started by Rob Fry and Robert Butler, who that corner of First Avenue is called Rock Corner. It's kind of always been called that. And there used to be another restaurant there, which um, uh, Mr. Fry, I believe, his dad owned it. And it served sandwiches and beer. So it was a good place. Already had a reputation as that area. Um, And then, you know, the times changed and, and... Needs changed, if you will. Started a new restaurant, was the snack bar. Um, Started in 1946 with the two owners deciding they were going to put $1,500 in each. Okay? So, you know, I mean, that's that's a lot of money for back then. Not a lot of money for now to start this. But they had uh, 11 stools at the bar. Hmm. 
and two tables and some chairs up to those two tables. And hence the snack bar the was bar. born. Yeah. Man, they have come a long way. Yeah, so now it's actually expanded. The bar is still there on the left-hand side, the original mm-hmm. bar over there, um, where you will find many a businessman in the area sitting at, on his lunch break. Um, it amazes me the type of people that you see in the snack bar on any visit because there's such a wide range of everything. There are people that are getting off their shift and coming in and grabbing food. They maybe want breakfast at that time. Um, there are men in suit and ties coming in that have been coming there since they were children and go sit at the bar by themselves or with their buddies. Um, there's little old ladies sitting in there. And then there's the three of us acting like teenagers um, in there ordering all kinds of food and giggling about it. So tell me what you had today, McNally. <laughs> well, honestly, today I took it easy. Just so <laughs> yes. contrary to the picture you'll send out. Whenever I think of the snack bar... I think of fried chicken. Wow. Mm. And let me just tell you. Tell me about that chicken. They know how to make some fried chicken. See, we've all had those experiences where you have fried chicken and it's just, yeah, it's not enough of the fry. Or, uh, it's too much fry. Snack bar, perfect. Crispy. Chicken is tender and juicy. The only problem is they only bring you two pieces. Oh. I thought you were going to say carpet on the floors. No, uh, that's, you know, we get into some decor. Talk about but, what we ate today first. <laughs> but I could crush at least a couple birds in there with their fried chicken. It's awesome. And then, you know, your typical meat and three. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to stray from the – I go real starchy when I go to snack bar. It's not really recommended on a regular basis. <laughs> it's not a part of my uh, diet, quote, unquote. But fried chicken – Mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, fried okra. I got to go meat and three. Yeah. Not necessarily meat and two, which is recommended. The fried chicken, is that on the main menu or is that on the weekly, uh, like the special of the day menu? I have never not seen it on the menu. So fried chicken is on the menu. You can get it in, you know, just white, all dark meat, all white meat, all sorts of varieties. But their fried chicken is just, it is awesome. Yeah. And I, Again, it looked like it when you were pulling those bones out of your mouth today. Right, I got to pick my teeth with something when I'm done. So it, I re- highly recommend that. And a shout out to my old colleague Jean Pitts of the Chamber of Commerce because every time I go there, I think about her going with her, and she will order a plate of the chicken livers, and she would eat half of them. And I always, she'd always ask if I wanted some, and I would try one and douse it in a one reluctantly, but. <laughs> Um, and she would take half of them home to her dog. And I don't know how long that dog made it. But rest in peace, Jean's yes. dog and the chicken liver diet. Um, I wouldn't recommend that for our casual listener. But, Lord, I would recommend the fried chicken. If you chicken. like organ meat, there it is. Well, so to explain a little bit about that menu. So there is a breakfast menu that they will put on your table and you can order at any time. But you will get a uh, lunch and dinner menu that has... The standards on there. Um, and then there's a little piece that's like paper clipped to the menu at the very top. And it's a piece of paper that they've printed off with their word processor. And it has a, uh, uh, it says up top, you know, Thursday in quotes. And these are the things that they have in house on Thursday. And that's when you can get like a meat, two veggies, or a salad. They do have a salad bar available. I heard. Um, seen that I've, I've never really said salad bar seen done the salad, salad. bar but it is um, nice to be able to have your regular menu and then depending on whatever day you're there you get a little special something I've never looked at the regular menu all the times I've been there well, whatever's there on the paper go. trust it folks I agree Legit. I agree take the paper option yeah Moose what do you have today uh, on uh, McNally's advice I went dark meat chicken uh, it was good. Drum and a thigh. McNally had white meat chicken. Mc- you had dark meat I chicken. I had dark meat chicken. My advice was just fried chicken. Fried Got chicken, it. right, right, right. So he went white, I went dark. Uh, it was good. It's good. Good fried chicken. Drumstick. I'm not, whoa, gonna, whoa, I'm not whoa. going into it. <laughs> That's okay. a stark okay. difference there. This, this is a positive <laughs> podcast. So I like the fried chicken. It was great. It was great. It's gone to great now. <laughs> it, it, it was. I've, I have a lot of best friends, too, according yes, to, to my do. co-host. So I like the fried chicken. It, it was good. The fried okra, good. Pinto beans, good. I like the snack bar. It's good. 
There's, uh, the, the, there's wow, I can't wait till they that call is, you to be their is, next it, marketing director. Little, this, it's just a lukewarm <laughs> review, y'all. I'm sorry. A lot, what, lot sex, what's sex, your sex, stars sex. out of seven? It's it's four out of seven for me today. Whoa! Oh. Four out of seven today. I don't even know Wowzers. who you are. Gosh. Hey, I'm sorry to be down here. How many times have you been there? How many times have you been there? Okay, you were overall. It was just, that was, that's overall four out of seven. Okay, good. Now, I'll tell you that Nathan's looking at me like, Four out of seven? 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 Yeah. yeah. Seven. I'm wondering the seven, seven first. scale, which is that, weird. That's the, that's the we can't uh, go down that road. Yeah, the street circle time. drive rating <laughs> system. It's out of seven. <laughs> well, it makes about six. So, right. no, it's good. It, it, it was good food. Um, however, I'm, I'm usually a breakfast guy there. I don't usually get the uh, lunch foods. I'm usually there for breakfast. Breakfast, 12 out of seven. I love the breakfast. Uh, I just didn't feel like it today. I recommend uh, fried eggs and grits and all that good stuff there. Uh, that, that's the way I go. But, um, yeah. Mary Margaret, what did you, you have and how did you I like stepped it? out my comfort zone because when I go there, I typically do get the grilled chicken, which is just that. It's a plate with a slab of grilled chicken on it and nothing else. Um, that is on the regular menu. I do um, like the sides from the paper menu, so I try to go with that. But today I went with all paper menu, Thursday specials. Living on the edge. I went with the beef stew. Oh, stew beef. Black eyed peas. Okay. Okra, and I always have to get a little side of the carrot salad. So, yeah. <laughs> carrot salad so good. It's good. It's not it is good. So good. It's not good. So good. Okay. Um, the beef stew. Fair warning out there to anyone who enjoys beef stew as much as I do. This was just beef. Cubed. It's beef. stew beef. They they got the verbiage wrong. It's it's definitely. Beef stew. It's, it's not beef less stew. stew. It's, it's stewed beef. It's a lot less stew. stew than beef. There's more beef than stew. Yes. It's all. But you know what it was, though? Stew. It was good. Yeah, well, that's all that matters. <laughs> At the end of the day, really? Yeah. That's what matters. I really don't care what else was but in there. But it's a real Pick good, not my like lukewarm yeah, good. Just, yeah. Right. It was really good. A little good. more energy there. Yeah. Yes. It was really <laughs> out of, good. Out of seven, what do you think? Uh, for the, just the beef? Yeah, just the beef stew. Oh, beef stew was a good six and a half out of seven. Right. Don't, yeah. don't give into the seven Yes, Yeah, Valley, go, walk, go to the light. Go to the light. Just, go to it. Just trying, I'm just trying to appease them and move on. So uh, my black eyed peas, pretty par for the course. Good stuff. Yeah. However, the, the okra, on point. Fried okra. Yeah, yeah I, was, I like the okra a lot. It was super it was fresh. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, not gummy not, on the inside. It, not the, greasy or too crispy. Not greasy. The breading was just on the okra, so there was no, like, you know how sometimes you feel like the breading's like a fake casing outside yes. and the okra's kind of shriveled up inside? Right. Did not feel like this at all. In fact, these pieces Dusted. were big and they mm-hmm. were fresh. You could tell. So, um, love that. The service is fast. We got our food out there. Oh, and everybody gets a biscuit or cornbread choice whenever you do that. So, or I toast. go biscuit. I go biscuit, you go bread, right? You I went go, biscuit today. You went bis- biscuit, and you went cornbread. Yeah, yeah. but I don't eat it. I, I, don't, I got valuable real estate, even though there's a lot of real estate. No room it's for valuable. bread to get yeah, Nathan says he goes toast every time. Straight up toast <laughs> and water. Go, no, he said he's toast. I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I, they will give it to me. I will eat a small piece of the cornbread. I usually do cornbread, um, oddly enough, there okay. when I go. But it's it's like, come on. You got focus on the, the most important things on the table. You can get stuff cornbread. I ordered. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, the special stuff. If you were going to have to go to the snack bar tomorrow and you had a completely open day, would you go breakfast or lunch? Or would you I order now, breakfast now, or lunch? questions here. Okay. You, you got excited when, when Moose was talking about the breakfast. Yes. So I think you have a. I, I tend to. I don't have a set pattern when I go there. Sure. I, no, I don't go much. You know, you know, I'll go several times in a year. Um, just exposed our kids to it not too long ago, which is kind of raise cool. them right. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Start them off early there. Um, I when the first several times I ever went there, I did breakfast. Yeah, almost exclusively. Yeah, um, the grits. I remember the grits being awesome. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're my favorite. So grits, it feels grits. like a breakfast place, right? It feels like you're yeah. supposed to order breakfast there. Yes. Yeah, but still but, can eat the salad yes. bar for breakfast. But, I think. But if I mean part of it's term, you know, the last couple times I've gone, I've done like pure veggie plate. Fried nice. over a Mac attack. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. You know, that type of thing. Yes. I was this close that's, going that's a good. Today. That's a good this option, close. though, because they have some very I can't very do the meat stuff. and three like this uh, Michael over here, but I just, you know, give me a bunch of vegetables that I'm not going to necessarily make at home. Well, you can have yeah. goals, you know, in life to be the meat and three guy. <laughs> you know, it's all good to have goals. 
We uh, <laughs> suddenly very quiet. That should be your goal. <laughs> double meat and three. Yeah. Now you're talking. It was, um, you know, like I said, I ordered a, a beef stew, black eyed peas, um, okra, and had the carrot salad, which ignore the boys. It's carrot good. salad is I agree. fabulous. I've had it. It is good. Since Chick fil A stopped serving it and whatnot, then this is the place to get it. It's super fresh, homemade. However, all of this was still under $9. And that's a fresh, home-cooked. I mean, you can tell that's being freshly made back there for you. Um, so I give the entire experience a, a nice probably 6 out of 7. Nice. I think you can get I think you can get a little bit of anything you want there. I think it serves my kids like to go there now as well because they can get a pancake at four o'clock in the afternoon, that, if they want it, you know, I mean that type of stuff. They don't have a kid's menu, but you don't need it when you serve breakfast food all day, and you can get a or meat and three. I mean, heck, yeah. I'm talking about chicken, or you can get fried chicken or meatloaf, mac and cheese. Oh, you yeah. can get meatloaf. a bowl of mac and cheese, and you're good to go. Chicken livers, and take it home <laughs> to your dog. Salad. <laughs> so yeah, there's just a something for everybody. You know, like I said, I love the atmosphere there. It is old school. It is emphasis um, on. Old, yes, it is. There's family pictures up, which I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, pictures of the grandkid in the back in his football jersey and um, pretty uh, dated decor, you know. But really, do they need anything no. fancier? Just keep making the chicken like exactly. That. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little. It was interesting with the. Um, the funeral programs that were taped to the wall, but you know, hey, you get over certain things. <laughs> I missed that. What now? Yeah. So at the checkout counter, they will it's memorialize. It's a family place. I mean, it is. It's it is operated. You know, down now from the right. people that started Generation. it. Now sure. have that. So one of the actual owners, his picture's hanging up right okay. over the checkout yeah, I counter. Right? I remember that. Yeah, a big picture of it. But right. there are some funeral pamphlets. No. You know the little white piece of paper you get folded in half yeah. at a funeral when you walk in? Yeah. There's a couple taped up next to the register. It's just, you know, from the, like don't know if they're necessarily like bringing your funeral program in here and get a free two pieces From the, from the weekly chicken liver orders. Yes. There's no telling. Like, can it, that? Can I aspire to that? It might be if you're like a regular. Yes, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, I don't know. Again, goals are good. We encourage that here. I need to have a legacy somewhere <laughs> beyond these two children. And I'm you raising. know what? This place has been here 70 years. It's not going that's anywhere. So I do. I, I agree. 70 years is pretty, pretty spectacular. Again, I hope I make it 70 years. I I hope I can do anything for 70 years. Like I don't know what. I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty amazing. I think Hickory's lucky to have it. Mm-hmm. it used to be quite the Hickory High hangout back in the day okay. for the kids. Oh yeah, like sure. I had a cheerleading coach in high school that went to Hickory High, and she was just like, "That's what we did. You went out there. They had people that came out to your car and took your order, and then would bring it back out to you. You know. So I mean, there was it was cruising back in the day. Oh. That's what people did. Yeah. Oh. So it was a. It's just a cool. I think it's a cool memory to to go there with somebody that's been going there for years too. You should take. Cheerleaders back there after the alumni just, game. Know, right? I could see a whole thing going on now. Hey, listen, I went to Fred T. Ford County School. We didn't venture over I, well, to that's the what city I side. Okay, subbies. Yeah, yeah. So we're. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we didn't go that route. So we have. Anyway, I I think we Wano's enjoyed our thing. We really encourage people to. Uh, did you say Wayno's? Yes. <laughs> That's that don't give me your started on it's a different podcast. Don't get me started on Wayno's. That's one of our next review spots. Anyway, oh, sweet. no, <laughs> it would be awesome though. Um, so we encourage you to visit the snack bar, First Avenue. Definitely, pretty hard to miss. There's a Dairy Queen on the way to there too. You know, just in case you were curious for dessert afterwards. Um, that's about it. You guys that's got it. anything else? Uh, I do. I'd like to thank the Sock Factory for sponsoring our podcast again. You got that right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we couldn't do it without Waiting them. for my first um, pair. Yeah, go, go to their website, thesockfactory.com. Check out their three lines of socks. They've got Crazy Compression, uh, William Tucker, and Fit Sock. All those are compression socks. They're great. Got some on now. Highly recommend going and uh, checking those out. Uh, Mary Mark, you want to send us off? Well, yeah, Nathan, thank you so much for being here. We really it. appreciate great. it. Uh, KatabaEDC.org. That's yes. That yes, right. it <laughs> took is. me a second there. You mean that, a website? <laughs> yes, that is, that is the place. People want to know more. They can see mm-hmm. some good information on there. There's also some neat little um, facts and stats on there to share with everyone. But we uh, appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It was great. 
Awesome. I do want to go to the food tour that you're hey, trying to do. Yes, yes. We're going to have we like a group going. Like yes, like you're traveling. Yes. Well, gonna, I'll, I'll let you know when the next one is. Gonna have I these, think like 15 people show up and like, uh, it's it's six out of seven stars. Yeah. Yes. It's catching on. Yes. Yeah. And maybe if we bring a certain number of people, then I won't have to pay you have to $40 pay for, two for, meals. My, yeah, for buying six meals for me. Nice. You did notice he, he threw out his own rating system. He said 12 out of seven at one well, point. Well, that means it's really good. Really good. It's like 200% good. It's a watered-down rating system at that point. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's 110%. I'll be the judge don't worry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all making fun of me already? No, no. Okay. We're just here to close up the show. Just wanted to say thanks to everybody for listening. And, uh, again, be sure to check out the rest of our shows over on TheMesh.TV and on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We've got all kinds of good stuff out there. Um, I'll be posting pictures later of our food adventures, as I always do. And we hope that you will join us next time on Street Circle Drive. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.